live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley, and this is a special bonus edition podcast. You've been waiting. You've been waiting diligently, and you deserve it. And this is one of the first of many fireside chats that I just like to have a certain singular subject, sit and talk about uh, that subject with the audience. So today is... What's today? March 18th. This will hit the internet on March 19th. And what I wanted to do today is just talk briefly, very briefly. I won't take up much of your time. Just briefly about the retirement of Chris Borland, the 24-year-old linebacker of the San Francisco 49ers. No relation to Al Borland. Tim the Toolman Taylor's well, he used to be an assistant on Home Improvement, which, let's be honest, was an awful show. I mean, there are a few few. The first few seasons were good, but the rest were pretty bad. And those kids were terrible. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who's a little brat, piece of shit. Nobody liked him. And the other two, they were just nameless idiots. That brought nothing to the show. Okay, we really need to move on. But, I got my papers, we're moved on. But I think the abrupt retirement of Chris Borland... It's been spoken about. I, I just wanted to add my two cents in about it. And if you haven't heard, he is a promising, uh, well, he had just finished his rookie year, promising player with the 49ers who had a successful rookie year who decided to abruptly retire from the game of football because of concussion and head-related injuries. There wasn't anything major that happened to him. Chris Borland uh, has had two confirmed concussions when he was in high school. And a possible one in spring training last year with the San Francisco 49ers. He was due to make $530,000 for the San Francisco 49ers in 2015. And he has decided that it's not worth it and I'm going to call it a career. That's admirable. I think it, it takes a lot of guts to do that. Especially when you're an athlete. And especially when you realize you're good at something. To focus your entire life on something like that. And to then abruptly have some sort of revelation that I want to focus for the rest of my life, the quality of life that I'm going to have, and to give up all that money for a quality of life, that, that's, that's admirable. That's, that's uh, to be commended. Now, he's also the fourth player under 30 years old in the last week to retire. His teammate Patrick Willis retired after eight years. I guess he just had enough. Uh... Jake Locker, quarterback of the Titans, which was, he released it right in the middle of the training, uh, the, excuse me, the, the free agency uh, opening, which everyone was sort of just threw their shoulders up in the air and said, Jake Locker's retiring. Eh, okay. He says he no longer has the burning desire to play. And Jason, the Steelers linebacker, Jason Worldless, I know I'm mispronouncing that. He's going on to do religious work. Oh, good for him, because I'm not doing it. So congratulations. You're going to heaven. Maybe I'll see you there. Now, in in uh, Borland's case, he's obviously he's made it quite evident that he's concerned about uh, head injuries going forward. And the NFL, we as we all know, filed well settled a seven hundred sixty five million dollar lawsuit with former players in two thousand thirteen concerning all considering basically their uh, concerning their neglect of former players and any injuries that they've sustained since then. And $765 million sounds like a lot, but it's really a drop in the hat for such a powerhouse locomotive like the NFL. 
But but let's. A lot of people say, well, you're, this is going to be a wake up call for the rest of the NFL. People are going to start realizing this. While Chris Borland did what he had to do, this is not new. We've obviously there. There's been a, a lawsuit recently that's been settled. People are aware of what's going on. The book League of Denial surely shows that the NFL is concerned about money and not concerned about player safety. So the idea that people are going to be running in droves to resign from the NFL, it's it's a bit it's a bit naive. I mean, Chris Borland is an aberration. He's a rarity. You're not gonna, you may see people rethink things, but you're not going to see them, like I said, work their whole lives, give their blood, sweat, and tears, focusing on one thing day in and day out, every day of their life. It's a job. While we played sports, most of us, I, I speak it for myself, when we played sports, it was fun. It was a game. We did it in our spare time. When you're as good as someone like that, that is your job. So if you think everyone's doing that, that's not going to happen. But obviously, it makes the ripple effect in the younger, the younger uh, peewee football children, parents seeing this. What's going to happen to them? Is that going to hurt the product? Is that going to hurt the history? Well, it's not going to hurt the history. The history is what it is. Is that going to hurt the future of football? Now, the NFL released a statement. They respected Chris Borland's decision. That, that's congratulations. You know, they are world class guys. If they've hired their own doctors, like hi everybody, there you go, to uh, basically give their own their own information. If you've ever read League of Denial, they they make up the facts as they go along, almost politician like. But the NFL will release a statement concerning Chris Borland's retirement, saying we respect Chris Borland's decision. We wish him all the best. Playing any sport is a personal decision. Well, no shit. That that's groundbreaking. Groundbreaking material right there. I had no idea. I understand it's PR, but still it just sounds bad. But they also say football's never been safer. Concussions in the NFL games were down 25% last year, continuing a three-year downward trend. Now, when you look at something like that, you play football. Football is a sport where the contracts are not guaranteed. Do you think any guy is going to want to come out of the game if they can still stand and still appear to be relevant in the game, to, to be cognizant of what's going on? That's a reported concussion if it's that bad that they walk out and say, I can't play. What about all the reported ones? We'll get to the reported stuff later. NFL goes on to say, we are seeing a growing culture of safety. Oh, well, there's a few games this year where I tend to disagree, but... But they also said there is more work to do and player safety will continue to be our top priority. Like scheduling more games. 18 games. Where they can make $3 billion. The owners can make $3 billion extra. Top priority. Such lip service. And on the NFL Network the today, which would be Wednesday, they sat down with Steelers neurosurgeon Dr. Joseph Maroon on NFL AM, who is a member of the league's head, neck, and spine committee. Who is the Steelers... If you remember that Steelers-Ravens game, it's kind of ironic what he's about to say. The rule changes, safer tackling techniques, the medical management of concussions, remember that, is so much better than it ever has been in the history of the sport. He said the CTE, the chronic traumatic encapathy, we'll stay with CTE, is over-exaggerated. It's much more dangerous than riding a bike or a skateboard than playing youth football. Let that sink in for a second. 
Let's go back to what I said to remember in the first place about the Steelers. Let's remember that playoff game, that last set of downs for the Pittsburgh Steelers, where it was so obvious that Ben Roethlisberger had a concussion. It was obvious that Heath Miller had a concussion. They got out of the game. Ben Roethlisberger, obviously dazed in another world, came back in the game when I, th- I believe the protocol was supposed to said that there had to be a test, test that would last up to 20 minutes. He was on the sidelines for, what, two minutes? Came back in. The first pass he threw was right to a Ravens defender. Interception ends the game. Which is quite laughable when the fact that Dr. Joseph Maroon is a Steelers representative. CTE is over-exaggerated. And he also said it's, like I said, more dangerous riding a bike or a skateboard than playing youth football. And it's more prevalent to see in, well, they said it's you can barely see it in children. CTE is a culminative disease. The minor shots that a football player takes will show up over time. It's not always about the concussions, the knocked out, the birdies flying around everywhere like you're in a Looney Tunes cartoon. It's about these small shots that go on over and over and over again. Now, I'll tell you this. I don't know what to say. Um, Will Borland's decision change that much? I don't know. Will football be hurt? Probably not. I think football is, because it's such a strong entity in our, not even sports, but in our culture right now. I don't know if anything can stop it. We all know how dangerous it is. All these guys know how how dangerous it is. And every year, it continues to make more and more money. The ratings get higher and higher and higher. Well, there's the gambling aspect. There's the team aspect. There's the barbaric, barbaric nature of the sport that that draws us to it. I mean, well, let's think about the first sports ever ever played. They're in the Colosseum in Rome. It doesn't get much more barbarianistic, maybe question mark than that. Now, many have said that this could be a death blow to the NFL. Death blow. I don't see that happening. Many people say it could almost put them in the same class as boxing where it becomes sort of a lower-class sport. And I don't mean that to offend any boxers, but it's sort of the haves and the haves-nots, where haves and haves-nots, almost, Brian, you almost got it. But what I'm trying to say is that boxing is not what it used to be. It's almost a lower-class sport because it's one-on-one. Well, boxing has done enough. I mean, and it, it's you can't get much more animalistic than, than boxing. I guess maybe UFC, but still, that, that's still a novelty at this point, in my opinion. And and boxing has done itself no favors. With concussions, the pay-per-views, the, you have to pay to watch a fight. There's there's too many belts. You can't tell who's in what division. But I think what the NFL brings over boxing is you have a team. We want to see a team unite together, and we also want to see blood. We want to see violence. Now this sounds, I know you're saying, oh God, please, I'm not like that. Yes, you are. If you're watching every Sunday, you know what you want to say? You want to make money and you want to see hits. You want to see people knocked out. Maybe not knocked out, but jacked up. I mean, NFL Films used to have that as a highlight. Best hits. You think they'd ever show that now? 
Not a chance. Best hits. That's why I applaud Chris Borland. But I don't know if it'll do anything. And and we're not going to see the, the actual decision. Strike that decision. We're not going to actually see the results of a Chris Borland being a pioneer, maybe. We're not going to see any of that for the next probably two decades. Because there are kids, right? Maybe not two decades, but it's going to take 10 to 15 years before we see if that did anything. Because there's still going to be an assembly line of guys wanting to play because the money is tantalizing. And who wouldn't? Sacrifice a few years? That's what they're thinking. Sacrifice a few years. But in the long run, can they walk? Can they talk when they're 50? Will they have to resort to sit themselves in a dark room to to feel some sort of comfort? That's what you have to wonder. So, I don't know. I just... I. Chris Borland's case, uh, it seems to be wrapping my brain the last few days. Well, he wasn't some sort of, uh, he wasn't an MVP candidate, but he was a rookie that made an impact for the 49ers, and their their defense has just been desolated. But as far as the NFL is concerned, only time will tell. We will have to see if his decision influences parents, maybe some kids out there saying, is this really worth it? Do do I want to do this? But that's my fireside uh, chat for today. I hope you all enjoyed it. You can follow me at at BrianBuck13. You can go to the website, www.redticketblues.com. You can follow the podcast where I'm just so hilarious and uh, on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and YouTube. You can subscribe to all those and never miss an episode because I know that's what's number one in your life. So, for all of you listening out there, all you people wanting to know more about Chris Borland and what the NFL will do in the future, only time will tell. Think you're in heaven, but you